Some encouraging things coming from Cardinals practice that would lead you to believe that Kyler Murray is going to play this weekend for the first time in two weeks. And how can the Arizona Cardinals keep Russell Wilson from getting back on track after his worst performance, arguably, as a pro? We're breaking down this big Week 11 matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. It's Locked on Cardinals with Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? Rise up, Red Sea. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day, especially during the Arizona Cardinals season. I mean, we're talking about this team at 8-2 and two atop the NFC West standings in the mix for that bye week in the NFC playoffs. It'd be huge. What they need to do to keep pace with that this weekend on the road against the last place, Seattle Seahawks have the have the stand the standings have almost shifted, flipped upside down since 2020. Almost. The Rams remain in second place. The Niners are in third place right now. But the Seahawks were in first in the Arizona Cardinals. We're in, uh, well, they weren't in last, were they? The Niners were, weren't they, last year? But I'm completely wrong on that take. We, I'm going to be wrong on a couple more <laughs> takes today. Uh, but some encouraging signs that Kyler Murray is going to be coming back. It won't be three weeks without K1 in the lineup for the Arizona Cardinals. They could be without some other key stars. We'll tell you who they are with some updates on those guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Buda Baker, Justin Pugh. Will he be back on the offensive line for the Arizona Cardinals and how important is it to get healthier and healthier uh, team, one week away from their bye week. What needs to happen this weekend? Uh, I got to imagine that has something to do with keeping Russell Wilson from regaining any of his old magic and keeping them looking more like the quarterback that faced the Green Bay Packers last week at Green Bay. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards, at Clancy Corner. Follow Alex and follow me at Bob Rack at B-O-B-R-I-C-K. Alex, you sounded off on social media. You guys checked the tweet out uh, about how necessary it is for Kyler to kind of return this week. Yeah. It was more collectively for the organization and fan base, uh, you know, a little bit lesser so that the happy to be here and, oh, there's a buffer, a couple game buffer. That thought process needs to vacate between your ears. I mean, eight and two turns into eight and five real quick in the NFL. And we see it every year. And the fact that the Cardinals have lost two of three, there's a couple promising stats that I'll bring up in just a second. But overall, if Kyler Murray is 80%, he should be yearning to get out and play. And there was a there was an uh, interview question that he answered that he was asked. I can't remember who asked him it, but it was, who makes a decision on who play if he plays or not? He said, I do. That's not true. That's not true. It's never the player's call. If it's 50-50, the coach looks at him, he gives the nod. He, he, but if if it's one way or another, the doctors choose. The coaches choose. They are employees of an organization, okay? So the fact that it's like, like Baker Mayfield was quoted as saying before, he was like, I'm the only one that knows my body. I'm the only one. I'll let you know if I'm ready to play or not. Guess what? It wasn't his choice. So Kyler choosing to not play isn't what's happening. But it's more on the coach staff, Steve Keim, whoever's in that room. Listen, Kyler, if you're 80%, that's better than 70% of the quarterbacks out there. And you go to Seattle, 
you go get a victory and you ride off into the flipping sunset into your bye week at nine and two atop the NFC. That's the goal, right? I mean, it's in, and the disclaimer I'll say, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm ranting here, but the, the disclaimer is I've never played tackle football in the NFL. Neither is Bo. Spoiler alert. But what we do know is there is a contract pretty much set up where it's like, this is not humane. What these young and elder men have to go through on a day-to-day basis to make a paycheck for the sport of football. They're getting crushed every single play. It's just, there's like a weird linear world that we live in where like, you just have to accept the fact that it's not necessarily humane to say, Hey, you're 80%. I don't care if you're not fully healthy, get out there and win a football game. So that's my disclaimer that it's ridiculous to even talk about, but that's where we're at when we talk about football, you know, does that make sense? For sure. And, and I think that the, this organization, especially with a player like Kyler Murray, it's not like other organizations like Baker Mayfield. If, if, if Kyler Murray was their quarterback, you got to wonder if maybe they would have sat him down with all the injuries that he's been dealing with over the last couple of weeks. If they'd say, okay, let's just shut this down. And then we know once he can get back that this, this offense is going to get back on track and it's going to just take off. Like it's, it has been to start the season. The Arizona Cardinals seem to be an organization, and this can be taken, you can take it as a little bit of a knock that once they're snake bitten, it's tough to kind of like get them away from being overcautious. Like I remember, like Cliff Kingsbury was a little cavalier with, you know, how he's running his offense and he was using the Strebler package, and then it didn't work one play. And he was like, okay, uh, never happening again. You know, it, He's not, he's, he does, he, he, I really do feel like he gets snake bitten. And then the second half of last season, Kyler Murray trying to play through injury and it's just not working. The offense being completely different than it was to start the season. They feel like we can't have that happen again. We can't, no matter what, even though it's a different year, it's a different offense. There's different players on the field. uh, You know, there's more confidence that they can rebound from if if things start to go south, but still they're just like, Let's be extra cautious. Let's get them back to 100%, and then we're going to be good to go. Um, I don't know. I don't. I think that they can. They might get bitten in the butt by that if they try to like they did last week. Like you know, regardless if it's Kyler saying it or if it's Cliff Kingsbury, if it's a mix between those two heads coming together and making the decision, I think they really believe that they could sneak through one more week. Like they could just push it one more game, and they could. I mean, that was the real, the, the harsh reality of the NFL. That any given Sunday, the Carolina Panthers came out and just punched them, just absolutely socked them right in the face. And uh, now, you know, it, it was probably a nice wake-up call um, because I think that there's a little bit more urgency to get Kyler back in the lineup for one yeah. more game. Because, Alex, if they win, I mean, we talk about it being in the driver's seat. They've got some leeway here, game-and-a-half lead essentially over the L.A. Rams. They are going in their bye week in the absolute driver's seat. They're knocking, not knocking, they're not knocking you out of the driver's seat until their opportunity. That I'm talking about the Rams on Monday Night Football in a couple weeks. Yeah, for sure. And you look at it, and how lucky are they that they got a W in San Francisco with Colt McCoy? Like that was a flawless game plan. It was, yeah. I don't know how, like if you look at it and what the 49ers did to the Rams, full strength. I guess without Robert Woods, but and what the Cardinals did to the 49ers at Levi Stadium, it doesn't make any sense. That makes less sense than what the Cardinals had to experience in Carolina at home because that's what's kind of supposed to look like when you're playing all your backups against a team that, although Sam Darnold was out, you know, questions are if he's the best quarterback in that room anyways. 
So it, it's wild that they win in San Francisco. You saw them take their feet off the gas. It seemed like on the field, like, oh, do it once, do it again, no problem. And they didn't. At least they got one. And you're right. What we see on Sunday is not only the Cardinals trying to get a W in Seattle, it's a win-win proposition when the Rams play the Packers. So on Sunday in the afternoon. So that's going to be simultaneous with when the Cardinals play. So regardless of what happens on Sunday with the Rams and Packers, the Cardinals are going to get a W. If they can win in Seattle, it's like winning two games, especially if the Rams win. Especially if the Rams win. Because they, right. they get the leg up in, in the, for the NFC playoff picture. And even with the loss, uh, in, in the Rams loss, I mean, it's it's like you won two games. It really is. Like the fact that with, with your backup quarterback in the lineup, the fact that they smashed San Francisco without Kyler Murray, and then the next week they, they lose, it, it's a brutal loss. And the Rams still, you know, they completely fall on their face completely fall on their Sean face McVay visibly pissed off on the sideline like is he living the same life again is he living <laughs> it again like is Jared Goff that bad they won a handful of playoff games with Jared Goff way more than Matthew Stafford's ever won like do you think that there's a chance that they're going to regress with Matthew Stafford in crunch time like well, Sean McVay's thinking about it he, he's he's showing you know that he wasn't completely uh you know um as far as the losing Detroit, he wasn't completely innocent of, of, of his how much he made an impact on that. Like he's yeah. he's a very talented quarterback, no doubt about it. He can make every throw on the field, but when he's under pressure, he's a different quarterback. He's 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 very much like Carson Palmer. Like if you can give him a clean pocket and you can and you can give him time and you can get receivers open for him, he's gonna dice you apart. Mm-hmm. But you put him under pressure, he's gonna make some bad throws. He's gonna make some really bad decisions. And that's encouraging for the Arizona Cardinals because their quarterback takes care of the football pretty well. He can also, he's not a statue back there. He can make some plays with his legs. Uh, We'll start to look at uh, this matchup even more so against the Seattle Seahawks. The Arizona Cardinals have been unreal on the road. Some pretty eye-popping statistics. They go back on the road. It's almost like, oh God, thank God they get to leave the nest and actually go back out to where they've been really successful this season. We'll get into that conversation. And what's going to keep Russell Wilson from Getting back in the kitchen and letting Russ cook, right? Right, everybody? We love uh, that thing. <laughs> we do have to tell you, though, if you do drive, if you do buy gas, you got to get the Get Upside app. It's an incredible app. Everyone who buys gas needs to know about Get Upside. Our listeners are making up with 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store, Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Pretty simple to remember. Get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump any longer. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the free app. Promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making $200, $300 cash back a month. There's cash. It just gets added to your account. You can cash out anytime. PayPal. You even use an e-gift card. You can use it for some of your favorite brands, Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Thank you so much for uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel. Up over 1,600 subscribers. Thank you for everybody that tunes in on a daily basis, making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen. If you're watching on YouTube or listening via podcast, big thank you from Alex and myself. Uh, it's going to be a fun week. I'm glad the Arizona Cardinals, after this week, going on a bye. Well, uh, everybody gets to enjoy maybe Thanksgiving and not have to worry about the Arizona Cardinals and 
how they can continue to hold on to their grasp of the NFC West. Hopefully it's going to be a tighter grasp after this weekend. Alex, this team's 6-0 and on the road. Is there anything that you can tell between the Arizona Cardinals at home and the team that goes out on the road and has been so successful in 2021? They're 5-0, they're and um, but yeah, it's uh, they haven't had five road wins in a season since 2015. And since before that, it was 20, 2009. So w- what they're doing is they're sucking at home. <laughs> I mean, like, like on the road, it's, it's, they've gone to LA. Okay. They went to Cleveland. They went to Tennessee. That's enough. I mean, they, they beat a bad Jacksonville team. What was it? Oh, and they went to San Francisco. So mm-hmm. it hasn't been, you know, Detroit and Jacksonville, and a bunch of crap box teams, they've gone on the road and taken care of business. And I don't know why. I don't know what the difference is. Honestly, I don't. I mean, it's an anomaly at this point. They're 5-0 and on the road. It's an anomaly. They're 3-2 and at home. It's supposed to be flip-flopped. Um, I guess you could say, and this is this would go to my, my storyline that I've talked about this whole season, they've played good defense, and they've ran the ball well on the road. And when you do two of those things, you're going to win regardless of where the arena is because you don't have to worry about snap count on run plays and you're just reactionary on defense anyways. So if you stay on side, it's not going to matter. So like that's, it, it's been, a, it's been a joy to watch, especially the teams they beat, even taking away Tennessee week one, where it's just kind of whatever it's week one, it's different. They went to SoFi, got their first win against Sean McVay. They went to Cleveland and smacked the keister off of Cleveland pretty much from the get go. You know, so I mean, it, and they went to San Francisco two weeks ago with the backup and just ran rough shot and played great defense. So it's a beautiful thing to see. I don't know how long it's going to last, but, but, excuse me, but luckily they're winning on the road because they're only three and two at home. Right. And I think that they've, you know, there's been a couple instances where they've, they're facing adversity. One, you know, uh, they don't have their head coach going on the road with them to Cleveland and they've got to be a little extra focused and dialed in. And they just go in there and, and they take care of a Browns team. And then the 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 other one was was San Francisco where they didn't have their quarterback and they were dialed in and they said okay we've got to play basically a perfect game and they focused for the entire sixty minutes and it blew the doors off the San Francisco 49ers at home uh, and then you know they take their foot off the gas even a little bit and they did and they say hey you know Colt McCoy can run the show and then a Carolina Panthers fast defense comes in and makes him make throws beyond you know line of scrimmage and and kind of closer beyond the sticks and he shows okay you can't do it that's his that's his Achilles heel um and, and you realize okay we, we we can't just get away with it we have to be uber focused and we'll see what the what the focus is this weekend taking on uh Seattle and and, and Russell Wilson who you got to imagine that that finger still isn't going to be 100% Russell Wilson coming back uh but I'll tell you what the difference for the Arizona Cardinals between wins and losses is getting to the quarterback. And I saw, I looked this up. And I was wondering what the Arizona Cardinals record was when they would have, when they got to the quarterback, the opposing quarterback, multiple times, two or more times. They're 6-0 and this season. It's just that simple. They, they got to have the pass rush because, as Alex said on our crossover, and it's just the pass rush is there, the defensive secondary is dialed in, and it makes the opposing quarterback more pedestrian and gets him off his spot. And I know Russell Wilson can throw on the, on the, on the run, but don't expect it to be like vintage Russell this weekend because he's still dealing with that finger issue. Uh, get to the quarterback. I mean, the Seahawks between Russell Wilson and Geno Smith 
have uh, their quarterbacks have been put on their back and, and sacked 29 times this season. You can do it. It's important, you know, the junkyard dog, Marcus Golden's got to have a big game, and uh, Chandler Jones has got to have a, a big game, got to get back in the mix. Big thing with Seattle is what we've seen, as besides what you are uh, alluding to, getting to Russell Wilson, is you can't give up the big play. That's what we've seen from Russell Wilson constantly against the Cardinals recently. Tyler Lockett, we had we talked with Corbin Smith from Locked On Seahawks yesterday. We it just was a it was a little PTSD ish going back to Tyler Lockett's twelve catches for two hundred and whatever yards and a throw up here and two touchdowns there. You know, like you couldn't stop him. The majority of them were moonshots from Russell Wilson into the end zone. And uh, that's something that if you can pressure Russell Wilson, one will beget the other. If you can get him out of his kitchen, then he's not going to be able to load up and just bomb it down the field. And also not only pass plays, but Russell Wilson scampering is something that's not going to be affected by his finger. He is one of the more sneaky runners. He gets a lot of yards and chunk plays when the defense allows it. This defense has been somewhat in flux with the absence of Chandler Jones in the pass rush even before J.J. went out. So the pass rush, as you mentioned, getting to the quarterback is cool, but just getting a constant pressure on, you know, behind the line of scrimmage is better. That's the goal. The numbers don't really matter. As long as you can get him frazzled in his second game back, that's the key and the rest will fall into place as it has for the rest of the season when the pass rush was there. Yeah, this Seattle offense is strange. It's it's not good between the 20s. Like, they don't move the ball efficiently. They don't stay on the field very long. If you look at their time of possession week in and week out, it's horrible. It's just, you know, 22, 24. It's not even close to half the time of possession. That means they're not staying on the field. You look at their third down conversions. It's been pretty atrocious. It was actually pretty good against Green Bay, but that was kind of they added on at the end of the game. But for the most part, they're not converting at a high rate uh, as far as third down conversions. But then you look at their red zone, Alex, like they're solid in the red zone. They're the second best team in the red zone as far as turning red zone opportunities into points. Um, and that's because you've got good weapons in, in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, guys that are, that are always efficient in that area. But it seems like the Arizona Cardinals can, can win this game where they've won games before, and that's getting teams opposing offenses off the field being solid on third down, which they weren't against the Carolina Panthers, taking them out of third and manageable and putting them in in tough spots. I don't know if it's their new offensive coordinator. I don't know if they're just trying to take too many shots with those, those, those sexy receivers, those weapons. I I don't know what it is, but you got to keep, you can't let them buck that trend. It's got to continue this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Cardinals have done a great job in the bend don't break situations, you know, Um, obviously not last week, last week, they were on short fields a lot defensively. Uh, due to the turnovers from the from the offense, but Seattle scares me a lot more than it should scare than it scares other people. I mean, you can't look at records like it's so cliche. Oh, you can't look at the records when it's in our division. You're telling me that Russell Wilson and that team is three and six? No, they're not. They're not. He's been out for a handful of games. You've got to look at this as kind of Ramsey, where they're top heavy, but they still have excellent players at specific and important positions, namely the quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, DK Metcalf is going to scare you. Gerald Everett is, is a name you're going to have to watch out for because Russell Wilson loves his, his tight ends, especially in the red zone. And Tyler Lockett finds little nooks and crannies in, in the red zone in that, in that 10 yards of, of painted uh, grass that, that are, are weird. And Russell Wilson and him are great together, uh, in, especially inside the 10-yard line. So, yeah I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's 
Seattle scares me a lot more than it scares a lot of the teams on the rest of their roster. It scares me more than the Colts, maybe more than the Rams at this point, because they have to play Seattle twice. Yeah, they do. And, and they've got to take care of business. And, uh, you know, at, at some point you just have to hopefully, uh, I mean, it would be a bad job from the Arizona Cardinals, uh, getting back to my point, like to let them get back on track. Like you have yeah. to take advantage. You have to play them and crush them like they are the last place team in the division. Now, yeah, you you haven't gotten a full season from Russell Wilson. It's had a, a guy in Geno Smith start a few games for them. I think he started, what, three in his absence. Um, so, you know, some of those are on Ross and some of those are on Geno and some of those are on just a flawed roster. I think they are. But is this the game, the Arizona Cardinals, after a down game where they only scored 10 points, essentially they only scored, what, Three, James Conner added his 11th rushing touchdown late in that game, but you know, and it made it a little bit more respectable. But can the offense get back on track? It seems like there's going to be an opportunity here. We'll look into this as we make our predictions for this matchup. Week 11 against the Seattle Seahawks on the road, a team that the Arizona Cardinals, they usually split with. Hopefully this is the game that they get the W, and hopefully they sweep this team just outright this year. But uh, you know, we'll get into this contest. Alex, you got to tell me, though, about the best-tasting protein bar of all time first. I'm going to do it. Uh, they're the one seed, uh, Built Bar. Built Bar, Bilt Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. We talk about it every week. For those that legitimately – okay, so behind the curtain here, we, we get copy to read for these live reads, okay? I look at it with Built Bar. I say this from the heart. If you haven't gone to Built.com, go. These things are incredible. If you need something in the morning, if you're bad at eating breakfast, if you want something with your coffee, Built Bars are where you want to be. They've got 18 grams of protein, less than five grams of sugar, high fiber, uh, low calories. They're all covered with chocolate for crying out loud. They've got great flavors, coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, mint brownie, uh, salted caramel, double chocolate, cherry barcia. They're coming out with a limited time flavor every three to four days for this whole month. Go to Built.com, use Locked 15 uh, to get 15% off on your first order. Go to built.com, use locked 15 as the promo code. Seriously, damn it, go. Like, these are really good. We're not just saying this. They're excellent. It'll change your life. Go to built.com, use promo code locked 15 for 15% off your first box, Bo. <laughs> also, we've got Bet Online back and better than ever. New web interface. Start a hoop season. Yeah, I tipped a couple uh, weeks ago. There's more props, odds, lines than ever before. Basketball, football. All that action, go to Bet Online for it. It's your number one spot. Head to their new updated desktop, mobile website. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That means if you put in the promo code locked on one word, you'll get 50 bucks if you put in 100 bucks. If you put in $50, you'll get $25 from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season, Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Russell Wilson back in the lineup, two and two against Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray uh, since they started as uh, the head coach quarterback duo for the Arizona Cardinals in 2019. Um, pretty similar numbers to what his career numbers are. You know, over the last couple of games and the four games, he's almost passed for a thousand yards, seven touchdowns, three picks. A lot of that was actually in the first half of a game on Sunday night football that the Arizona Cardinals came back and won. Remember, it was like Russ was was cooking 
for an entire first half. And then Vance Joseph, I feel like that game was the turning point for Vance Joseph. It was like, oh boy, here we go again. The defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, is struggling again. You know, maybe this is not going to work. And then he made those adjustments at halftime. And they and the Cardinals roared back on offense, tied the game, went to overtime. Isaiah Simmons gets the pick, and the Cardinals they win, beating I think serving the Seahawks their first loss of the season. You know the Arizona Cardinals need to be a, avoid that type of fate. Like if they come out hot, they need to continue and put the Seahawks team away and kind of diminish any any like hope or chance that they come back. Uh, starting yeah. to break this yeah. game out as far as predictions, yeah. Well, I real quick, I just want to put a button on this because we talked about this earlier in the week, but like this is about Cliff Kingsbury's offensive game plan for keeping Kyler Murray protected. So say Kyler's at 80%. And I said, you know, get him out there, get him out there. If he's not healthy, sit him. I'm not saying he has to be out there for them to win. I'm not saying he ha- he doesn't have to be out there for them to win either. But Tom Brady has lived his life on getting the ball out quick because Josh McDaniels has set up a game plan to get him out, get the ball out quick. So he doesn't get hit so they can keep his their star player, you know, not on the turf. And if Kyler Murray, with how he's done in the pocket this year, can just stand there with Rodney Hudson back and Kevin Beecham and DJ Humphries, they got, we'll see what, where Justin Pugh is at. Um, the game plan is going to be so important to get Ronda more open in space, Christian Kirk open in space, DeAndre Hopkins, if he plays open, quick, AJ Green, Zach Ertz, et cetera. They need to get the ball out fast and be able to move the ball down the field. That's the plan. You don't want Kyler Murray running around like a crazy person behind the line of scrimmage coming off an ankle injury. You don't want that. He has the ability to do that, but you don't want that. And it's really going to come down to game plan to get them to put up points if Kyler Murray's hobbled. You don't want him running the ball. You want him to be in the pocket. Yeah, no doubt about it. Kyler Murray's numbers career against the Seahawks, pretty impressive. Six touchdowns, two picks, uh, 97 passer rating. He's got the uh, second best passing grade according to pro football focus in 2021 this season so you know proving more and more that he's more than just an athletic scrambling quarterback that just happens to be a weapon that he's got kind of in his back pocket so starting to break down this game and look at the predictions it's a pick them according to betonline.ag um you know I, I think both of us agree that this is going to be a closer game we said that with corbin smith on our on our crossover it's going to be maybe a little ugly um, but the, the important thing is to get it, get the job done against the Seahawks and then go right off into your bye week, get healthy, get maybe, you know, they could be without DeAndre Hopkins one more game. They could, who knows what's going to go with, on with Buda Baker. He was limited in practice and he was absent from practice. He's got a heel injury. Um, I don't know. Let's start to get into this game and, and break it down to what we think is going to happen. Okay. okay. I think the Cardinals are going to win. I mean, I like this is this is this is this is their first real. You have to go win a football game. Game. This is the first one because if it wasn't in, let's just say they had lost in San Francisco, the Carolina game would have been. But this is their first. You have to go on the road. I don't care if you're five and zero at this point. You have to go on the road to Lumen Field or whatever they call it now in the Pacific Northwest and go win a damn football game against a team that's better in their record. But you just have to do it. And their defense isn't great. They have one of the better linebackers and one of the better safeties, kind of, in Jamal Adams and, and Bobby Wagner. Uh, but you got to go win a football game. And that's like, obviously, it's like, yeah, you want them, yay, go win. But like, go in, sack up, and go win a football game. Like, that's, this is, you got to get off the Schneid going three and four uh, or going one and three 
in the last four games before a bye week is not the way you want to set a precedence when you have an extra seven days to think about it. So it's really going to be, say, let's, let's just say Kyler Murray plays. Cause I mean, why would we be talking like, so Kyler Murray plays the key to it, running the ball and then getting the ball out of his hands quickly and effectively in a manner to where you can move the ball down the field and score touchdowns and not field goals. That's the goal. That's the goal of every game, but that's really the goal when you have a hobbled quarterback. For sure. Uh, if the Arizona Cardinals win, they pretty much, they, they lock in, uh, you know, 500 better record or better than 500 record in the division. It would be their fourth division win. It, you know, even if they lost out, you know, they'd be four and two in the division. So that's already a, a W in itself. I mean, when we talked about the keys to the Cardinals contending for a playoff spot and the, and the, you know, leading up to the season, it was, you, you got to win games in your division. And, you know, we, with the Arizona Cardinals also have to continue to extinguish uh, ghosts of their past. Like people say, Oh, Carolina, you know, Carolina, I don't care what their record is or how they're trending as a team. Carolina always gives them fits or rookie quarterbacks give them fits or Russell Wilson or, or Sean McVay. They can't beat Sean McVay. Like Seattle is a bad team. They're a very flawed team. And you, if you play, if you're, if you execute your game plan correctly, you should win. You should easily win. And when we talk about it being ugly, we're just talking about how, you know, football is sometimes just ugly, especially at this time of season. So we're anticipating that kind of being the, the deal. Um, I think that the Arizona Cardinals can get that offense back on track in this contest. I think that pass rush can get back on track in this contest. It's important for both of those for them to do it. And if they do, maybe a little bit more breathing room than I'm anticipating. Uh, but I'm thinking this is going to be maybe a 26-21 game. I think the Arizona Cardinals take care of business on the road. And if they don't, you know, we're talking, you know, post-game, our new post-game reaction, we're picking up the pieces like, what the heck went wrong this time? Yeah, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be sour pumpkins if they lose on Sunday for, you know, for, you know, 14 days before they play again. Um, say 27-24, it's not going to be as close as the game would indicate, but Cardinals, Cardinals eke one out. I think there's going to be more points scored than you do. I think that was just rusty Russ and they're going to score quick. Like this is, this is their season here. If they don't win three and seven is really difficult to come out of. That means they're going to have to win probably six in a row. You know, they're yeah. going to have to win six or seven in a row. Like that's, it's not something that, that is conducive to them making the playoffs, let alone Russell Wilson hanging around after this year, let alone Jamal Adams hanging around after this year. So we could be looking at this game next year as the straw that broke the Campbell's back where Seattle drops to three and seven and everything changes at the end of 2021. I think that if they don't make the playoffs, they will be trading everybody. I think this that, is it. That would be the cherry on top of the Sunday yeah. right there. Like not only are you having a great season, you get a big win going into your bye week, you remain in the driver's seat, but you've got a delicious Sunday there and you're putting a little cherry <laughs> on top because you just blew up the Seahawks. You put the final, you know, it is the straw that broke the camel's back and, you know, next time they go up to whatever the hell it's called now, Lumen Field in front of the 12s, you ain't going to have Pete Carroll chomping his gum and probably not going to have Russell Wilson in the, you know, the, the, the nightmare scenario where if he gets the ball with two minutes left and he's chasing a lead that he could beat you. I mean, can I just, knows? can I just, can I just give college station in Texas A&M a shout out here? Seattle just, they, I think they asked politely for the 12th man, but that's been in Texas A&M forever. That's been at Texas A&M in perpetuity. It's, it's Texas A&M, right? Yes. 
I think with, yep. with the 12s in College yep, Station like sure. that, the 12th man, every, the whole state of Texas should just you know be rooting for the Cardinals for that sheer fact that they just stole the 12s from them. Now, player of the game offensively, I'm going to go first. Um, okay. It's going to be James Conner, and just because it has to be, mm-hmm. like this is now there is expectation for James Conner, and that's not to say he should touch the ball 25 times because he shouldn't. You and I are on that same page, unless it gets cold, like in a handful of weeks from now, and they need to run the ball a lot, you worry about the offseason and the offseason with the wear and tear. Obviously, you never want anybody to get injured or put them in a position to be so, but it's got to be James Conner a lot. You have some, you know, Benjamin is a backup dancer, but the offensive player of the game has to be a productive James Conner because we're seeing flashes of, what was it, 2016 or 2017, whenever, whenever Le'Veon Bell left, and he just mm-hmm. took over and he was touching the ball 30 times a game. Offensive player of the game has to be James Conner. What about you? Uh, you I like A.J. Green. I think A.J. Green's going to have a big game in this one. I think on the outside, uh, you know, even if if Nuke is out of this game, it's going to bode well for A.J. Green. He can kind of feast on this weak secondary. Uh, You take it out of the middle of the field. I think that you A.J. Green on the outside can have a big game for the Arizona Cardinals. You look at the Seahawks defense. They, uh, they give up a ton of yards. They've got that real bend, don't break, a little bit better in the red zone, but they give up a lot of yards, and I think A.J. Green on the outside, especially Kyler Murray, potentially back in the lineup, can have a big game. Defensively. What about defense? Yeah, defense. I mean, this is like a, you and I, I think, have traded Isaiah Simmons the last couple of weeks. I don't know if it's Isaiah Simmons this week. I think my the last couple, I've, I've dropped Jordan Phillips in there a few times. But I think it's a it's a Washington boy. As as we looked at, there mm. there are three guys potentially. Is it Byron Murphy? Is it uh, is it Buda Baker? Can he get in the lineup? Or is it Jalen Thompson? I'm tired of sleeping on Jalen Thompson. I love Jalen okay. Thompson. I think yeah, Jalen Thompson has a good game, has a solid game, and it might be in the absence of Buda Baker. Who knows? Hopefully not. But I still think either way, he has a big game, makes some big hits, and hopefully gets his his hands on either an interception or or a, a fumble scoop. Yeah, um, I had two. One was Byron Murphy, and one was Chandler Jones. I I think it's got to be Chandler Jones because time's running out on Chandler Jones. I mean, who can who you can rely I rely on? on? Who's the um, safer bet there? I think it's pretty safe. Well, the the thing is, Bo Brock, my esteemed co-host, there's a lot um, more gray area around a pass rusher than there is a corner, especially a CB one. If they're gonna put him against DK Metcalf. We'll see, you know, or if they put him against uh, uh, Tyler Lockett, we'll see. Tyler Lockett is fast. He Mm -hmm. makes fast people look not fast, you know, and with Chandler Jones, I think Chandler Jones gets to Russ. I mean, once it it feels like with Seattle and the offensive line, sacks happen in bunches. Russell Wilson is either on the ground the whole game or he's not touched. And I feel like not only does the player of the game need to be Chandler Jones, I think it will be. And we're going to be looking at, you know, looking at each other eating crow for the fact that he's been somewhat, I mean, irrelevance harsh. He's been um, not a difference maker since mm-hmm. week one, pretty much. So it'd be nice yeah. to see him, you know, come back out of the woodwork and, and, and get to Russ once or twice. For his own sake, he has to. <laughs> yeah. If he wants that payday, he has to. I mean, everybody, yeah. even people on the outside following this team, like what's happened since week one? Where did he go? He's disappeared. Hopefully, he finds his way on Sunday 
against the Seattle Seahawks. The Arizona Cardinals looking to improve to 6-0 on the road, have a stranglehold on that division, bury a division foe for the remainder of the season in the Seattle Seahawks, and it could you know, impact how the Seahawks approach this game down the road, which would be huge as well. If the Arizona Cardinals can maybe take their foot off the gas a little bit, they don't have to worry about some mainstays there in Seattle. We're doing our halftime show. We're always doing a halftime show here on Lockdown Cardinals. Uh, make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards. You can catch it there. You can catch it on our Facebook page. You can catch it on our YouTube page. Subscribe. Please do that. If you've already done so, thank you. And then, of course, we've got uh, our post-game reaction. Our, we like to call it our knee-jerk reaction post-game show here on Lockdown Cardinals. And then our post-game pod is soon after that. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, make sure you're following along on Twitter at Clancy's Corner to follow Alex. Follow me at Bob Rack, Bo Brock. And uh, we will talk to you halftime of the Arizona Cardinals Seattle Seahawks Week 11 matchup. Now, after making Cardinal Lockdown Cardinals your first listen, make Locked On Bets your second listen and get dialed in for the smart money bets this weekend with your boy Q and Lee Sterling.